You're listening to Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, the official podcast of Lingerie Fighting Championships. And now, here's your host, Michael Larkin! Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, the official LFC Lingerie Fighting Championships podcast. My name is Mike Larkin, and joining me today is a newcomer to the LFC, a woman who made her debut at LFC 36 Booty Camp 4 against the returning Tomiko the Temptress Tajima, the one and only Miss Carmen Valentina. Carmen, it's a pleasure and a privilege. How are you? Hey, I'm doing good. Hope you're doing as well as uh, good as well. <laughs> All good. First and foremost, I will say this as well. It was a great time meeting you first and foremost at LFC 36. You were such a pleasure. You were such a joy. Thank you. Everyone I met was like super friendly and nice as well. You're very welcome. I mean, I look at it from a stance too as well. This was a new time for you with LFC. So I got to ask you, how nervous were you going into the event, man? Because it was a lot of new elements, new incorporations. How are you feeling going into it? I was pretty nervous. I didn't know what to expect or really wear but then when I saw like all the other girls having like these elaborate like walkouts and I'm like oh I'm jealous I want like something a cool walkout I wish I would have known (laughs) it looks like a lot of fun I will say this you did have a great walkout and I gotta say for your first debut you got to go against someone who you've worked with quite a lot and that being Tomiko the Temptress Tajima how did it feel for Tomiko to be your first opponent in your debut I love Tamako. Like, I've worked with her a bunch of times, and I guess one of her other opponents dropped out, and she had to try to find someone that she was comfortable with and who she she knew and someone who also, I guess, had some experience with wrestling, but i never done this level of wrestling before, so I didn't know what to expect. Um, I've done other ones where it's like on video, like, but you're able to cut, stop, record, you know, like stuff like that. But this was like all live and everything. So that was with an audience. That was definitely a different experience. I mean, I look at it from a stance too. I think everyone that incorporates into this event from the production and the overall representation of our presentation, so to speak. I got to say, Carmen, for your debut, your second bout on the show against Tomiko, who was returning from her bout from LFC 30 against Jenny at Sturgis. For what you did, you did a great job, man. I got to say, you both really, you went to the decision and Tomiko did get the dub, but I got to say, you held your own. Oh, Tomiko was... Uh... I was definitely out of shape because I didn't have she I, I didn't have enough as much time to prepare get my cardio up because <laughs> um but we did uh practice together earlier to try to kind of like see like the whole ring and everything um but she's just, she's definitely one tough cooking she has cardio for days but she was also training for like bodybuilding competition so i was like i was already like i was like oh god i'm totally going to lose this cuz she's already like been training for months and i'm like i'm so out of shape right now <laughs> First and foremost, I got to say, from an internal and external beauty standpoint, I got to say, if you got it, flaunt it. And you sure certainly flaunted it. You had a great lingerie. I got to put over the lingerie because you look good with what oh, you had. Thank going. you. I got it from Victoria's Secret. Well, it was badass and the secret was out. And you showed everybody if you got it, flaunt it, Miss Carmen Valentine. And you're certainly. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you're very welcome. But no, Tomiko, like you mentioned, she's doing the bodybuilding game. Looked great. Yeah. Looked amazing. Oh, her body is just phenomenal. Like, I feel so out of shape next to her. <laughs> I feel so out of shape. I'm like, oh, okay, now I really got to work out. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, I will say this. I think what's great about women in general and just everything as people, as individuals, women come in all different shapes and sizes. And I got to say with LFC, the diversity factor is there. And what's great about it, too, as well, we have a lot of great talent that are new, such as yourself and a lot of great people coming in. For you, making your debut at the FSW Arena and the prestige of the FSW Arena is a lot of professional wrestlers came there from Killer Cross from Chris Bay and people that have gone on to WWE, Impact Wrestling, how, what, what have you. So I wanted to ask you, what you think about the venue, the FSW Arena, doing your thing? You got the spotlight, you got the little entrance over here, bada-bing, bada-boom. What would you think about it? It was really fun. Um, 
I'm usually more nervous when it's like big crowds like that. But then once the like we started the uh, wrestling, uh, I was kind of just focused on catching my breath and going against Tamiko because she's fast. So um, we did the whole like three rounds, and that was tough. So then by the end of the third round, I'm like, when's this over? I'm so exhausted right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Well, first and foremost, three rounds is tough on anybody, but I think what's great about it too is the storytelling. Because for those who have seen Tommy Goes Pass Bouts, her a lot of them have gone to, you know, a decision and she's gone like the full three rounds. So again, yourself included, the fact that you could last three rounds just in general was very impressive. As I said, I was sitting on the side watching, waiting for the cues to do the announcing. You held your own, and I'm going to say right now, and I think a lot of people can attest to these sentiments, I can't wait for a round two with you and Tommy Go, and I can't wait to see you back in LFC. Oh, I would love that. They have me back. I don't know if uh, if they have me back and which one it would be and how long. So hopefully I'll be in better shape and better cardio. <laughs> Well, I, I will say this. I think there's a lot of great talent for you to go against, as with everything. And I think what's so special about the Booty Camp events, we get to see a lot of new talents paired with veterans. And that really showcases a lot of new talent, such as you, Carmen Valentina, such as Courtney Coco Loco Pemberton, and a lot of the newbies that we had come in this time. So, I mean, it's a great event all around. And pl plus, the Booty Camp, I got to say right now, let me tell you something, Carmen Valentina. I was doing the announcing for you. And I got to say, you hit the nail on the head with the twerkage, by the way. As I'm sitting here, you're doing your great entrance. You're welcome. You hit the twerkage right there, and boom. You had that very sex appeal with your entrance. You nailed it. I, I got to say, uh, my mama blessed me with that booty, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to say right now, if Bubba Sparks, making a pop culture reference, and the Ying Yang Twins can come up with Miss New Booty, I think he was talking about you in that song, Miss Carmen Valentina. <laughs> Thank you. You're very welcome. But no, I mean, it, it's great to just see the sex appeal and everything that went into it. And I will say, folks, go to LFCfights.com to see the Ray play and see this woman right here kick some booty, pun intended, against Tavio the Temptress Tajima. There you go. You're flexing yourself. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what else that you, what's also very great about you Carmen is you're very multifaceted you do a lot of great work in the adult entertainment industry and for me what's great about it too is how the world of LFC kind of coincides with the adult entertainment industry is Ariel X Evolved Fights I've seen your work with Evolved Fights a lot of sex fighting and a lot of great stuff encompassed I wanted to ask you about that because you put out a lot of great content for Ariel's promotion Oh, thank you. Oh, I love shooting for Ariel. So it's definitely different than what the LFC is. So it's, I feel like it's, um, it's easier to catch your breath on that one because you're not like running back and forth. You're mostly on your knees, like wrestling. Um, and the rules are way different. <laughs> so it's, it's a little, more of a longer round because she does like three six minute rounds instead of three three minute rounds but then after each round you kind of have you cut um and then you kind of can rest and catch your breath much longer than just like a one minute break so oh, absolutely and i think what's great about it too is like we talk about the sex appeal side of things mixed with the adult entertainment industry i gotta say there is winners there are losers but at the end of the day is it really a winner and loser when it's that ultimate passion i'm gonna say it point bluntly there's fucking at the end of it for the loser so i mean oh uh, yeah i feel like even if the loser has to fuck the winner you're both still fucking so i'm like technically are both losers oh, <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> you're fucking each other no matter what, like with different, I guess it just depends. I feel like the guys is different because in some of the guys, like if I go against the guys, then it's like, you know, got to take out the strap on, but <laughs> for right. some of them. <laughs> for some of them. But I think what's great about it, too, is I think it, we, if you look at us as people, right, we like our different preferences. We're all very unique in our own ways. So somebody may like that. Somebody may like it from the other side of things. It's very interesting. And I think what's great about it, too, is if you look at the world of professional wrestling, like back in the day, we had women's erotic wrestling, which was W.E.W. So it incorporated a lot of adult stars and you mix that with wrestling. And I think a lot of that we still see in today's professional wrestling. We see a lot of hot women doing their thing, and it's encompassed and it's encompassed with their overall craft. But also at the end of the day, man, again, sex sells, as the old adage is, and it really does. It adds a lot to the element of what you're seeing. And you guys kind of help bring the adult industry performers into more mainstream because a lot of mainstreamer, oh, you do porn. We don't want anything to do with you. And I'm like, but you all have sex in your private lives. 
except we do it on camera. But right. all of a sudden we do it on camera. It's like, no, no, no. Uh, it makes no sense at all. It's just, you know, or there's judgment. Like, oh, I would, you know, this. I just want the girl I never get to see have sex because I think she's more whatever. It's, it's weird how some of the industry like mainstream industries like that but um i don't really care because i just do it the fuck i love <laughs> so i'm like okay you don't like what i do okay block okay bye you don't have to watch me don't need you you don't pay my bills if you hate what i do so i don't really need you <laughs> or the opinion so you guys are good because you're kind of like helping bring more of the like sex industry more popular and realizing hey we're just like every other girl you know, just because we do a different profession doesn't mean we can't fight or do it less or worse or better, you know. So we're just like the other ones. Just We just have a different career path on the other side. <laughs> I've always looked at it, and for me, being an interviewer and being a podcaster, I always love giving people the platform to tell their stories. And whether it be a facet of life, whether it be music, wrestling, what have you. When I started interviewing adult stars, it was so funny because people looked at me like, why? And I'm like, because at the end of the day, not only are you ladies people and a lot of you guys awesome, but at the end of the day, you're also creating an art form. And as I always say with this quote, life is an art form and we're all applying our crafts, right? That's yeah. what you're doing. That's what you're doing. And I mean, from the lighting and from everything that goes on behind the scenes, you have to make that work so you can put out the great content. So there's a lot of work that people don't see that go into it. Oh, yeah, they think, like, our jobs are just so easy and anyone can do it. I'm like, well, so is it, I'm like, and I'm like what do you do? I'm like, okay, it's not that hard. <laughs> you sit at a desk all day or you do this. I'm like, I've done normal jobs before. And I have to say, like, used to be an office manager, blackjack dealer, caricature artist, and a lifeguard. And I would say they're all about, they're each different in their own aspect, but one job doesn't make the other one easier or harder. Like, it, and then porn sex is totally different than regular sex. Like, all these guys envision, oh, you just got to lay there. I'm like, all right, I, I want to see you do it, and then you can talk later. <laughs> so, like, some of the sets are on. It's, like, eight hours long for one scene. And so uh, it's, like, you have to memorize lines. uh you have to cut, perform, do your positions are different. It's like a workout, like 40 minute scenes. Like who who does 40 minutes in like these positions that are all angled towards the camera at home? No one. Right. <laughs> most guys are done in like what seven minutes? So <laughs> and then most of the guys are just laying there half the time. I'm like, this is not uh like regular sex, but if you wanna believe that. Go ahead, but it's, it doesn't make, it's not as easy, it's easy to kind of get into if you're like a pretty face, but it, once you start, it's not as easy as you would think, and that's why there's also like a high turnover rate, because a lot of these girls, they'll get into the industry like, oh, this is just so easy, anyone can do it, and then like two months, they're just out, because they're just, they can't handle it. And you also have to handle other people. It's, like, mentally exhausting, too, because you have to, like, have the mindset to handle people who are critics or who are saying, oh, you're morally unfit. And then they're like, you're a horrible person. You're going to go to hell. You have to, like, deal with these people all the time. So me, I'm just like, I don't really give a fuck. I just block them. Uh, <laughs> I just block them. I'm like, you can't really insult someone who doesn't give a crap about your opinion. So, um uh it's it's really and then you gotta hustle you gotta like always keep yourself to a certain image that your fans like it's it's like an actual wwe wrestler you have a whole image to portray and i'm sure there's other people who are like oh that's just such an easy job because you're just going in a ring for like a few minutes and then you're done and i'm like no it's much more than that <laughs> so it's yeah, I've, nine to five, I've done those, like, office jobs, and office jobs are so much easier than porn. So I, I don't have to uh, hustle as much. Uh, when I do porn, I have to do, my literally my own sales because I have to learn how to sell my own self. You know, I'm hustling, I'm doing social media, I'm responding to a million emails. It's not like a nine to five. I'm constantly working, like, so or late in the evening responding back to emails or filming customs and editing and 
emailing, trying to get more work from these companies and here and there, and then showing up on time, being able to do everything. You're like your own company, pretty much. Right, and I look at it from a stance, too, as well. Which, which first and foremost, this one over here, talk about she's a lifeguard. I have the image of Pamela Anderson and Baywatch. (laughs) Just do the slow running, you know? (laughs) Oh, yeah, we would have these uh, when I was a teenager. I was like a lifeguard from, like, 15 to 18, and... Uh, there's this one, I used to work at this huge water park when I grew up in Vegas. It was called like Wet and Wild. It was on the strip and we would have like in service like once a week. And then every morning they make us do like a little exercise. So we stay fit and stuff. And there's this exercise called the Baywatch. So we, while the wave pool was on, we would have to like run into the wave pool. It was like swimming suicide. So you know how like it goes shallow to deep. So you had to, like, run into it to a quarter, run back, like, 20 push-ups, run halfway, start swimming till you get to halfway if you can't reach the bottom anymore, swim back, then run another 20, then three-fourths, and then all the way. And so they would always call that uh, the Baywatch because you're running in slow-mo, <laughs> like like the TV show. So it, it was good. I loved it. It was, like, one of my favorite jobs. But I, I it's, like, the same level of those like work I would have to do for like a porn set. It's really just as exhausting and you still have to keep up with whatever you have to do and pay attention and show up on time. And it's just like any other job. And it's funny, like you were talking about like the hate and and, and it's ridiculous because I think we, we, I would like to think that we've evolved as people in our overall mindset and open up our mindset, but there's still some ignorant people out there. But I always look at it from a stance too, as well. Like you talk about blocking them. It's so funny with there's a lot of stuff that goes out into this today's climate in today's world that LFC or the adult entertainment industry is the detriment to society. And I'm like, really, with everything that we have more important things to worry about, this is what you feel is the detriment to society. And like we talked about sex sells and the sex appeal. I look at it from a stance, too, as well. Like, remember back in the day, and I'll say early 2000s, we had Girls Gone Wild. Now, the guy behind it, crappy, scrummy person. Mm -hmm. But at the time, like the early 2000s, they had pay-per-views, and you would see them all the time on commercials, and you see the girls, you know, they'd be flashing. It's like they're getting their Jerry beads on Jerry's hair. <laughs> that stuff worked for a little bit, right? Like, that yeah. stuff for a lot of people. And all those girls are already being paid, so they're right. all hired actresses, but some people are like, oh, my God, it's so real. I'm like... <laughs> right, exactly. No, it wasn't. Uh, no, it wasn't. <laughs> but yeah, it's like people who are like, oh my God, sex, porn stars, you're ruining society. I'm like, sex has existed since before Jesus, and it's never going away. <laughs> it's just a natural thing. And like, you know what? If you want to be monogamous and not watch any porn with your significant other, so be it. But don't, like, dictate it for everyone else. It's like not everyone wants the same kind of relationship. There's open marriages. There's swingers here. Oh, there's so many swingers. I've, I've done some swinger stuff, and it's like, uh, I don't really like it because it's kind of clickish. But um, most of them are people you would never think of, like doctors, lawyers, judges, police officers. <laughs> but then, you know, they're front. It's like, oh, I'm such a good person. And then you see all these, like, really well-known, like, like people at these swinger parties. And they're all, like, well-off in the public face. And they're family men on their TV commercials and stuff like that. So it's, it's pretty hilarious. And uh, they're like, oh, you're such a good person. I'm like, yeah, but... You wouldn't know that they're him and his wife are just fucking a million other people. <laughs> so, but you know, because no, I the thing too, and they'll hide well, it. Well, they we all got other people know question. about it, huh? What were you saying? Can you hear me? I was saying, well, we all have that freaky side. Yes, I can. I can hear you. We all okay. have that freaky side. We all have that freaky side to us, and it's one of those things, like, sometimes we have to express that about ourselves. It's not a bad thing. Don't hide it. Just yeah. let it out. Let your freak fly, so to speak. Yeah, and I think a lot of people who hate on, like, porn stars the most are usually the ones who are probably the ones that want to do it the most. Who are... It's, it's like guys who are very homophobic. I'm like, come on, you probably like a little penis a little bit. 
Because <laughs> if you were super straight and you loved girls, you would have no issue with gay people because gay people don't matter to you because you're into women or whatever. So I always feel like the most homophobic people are the people who hate trans people or whatever. I'm like, you like it a little bit. It's like you're just so insecure about it that you have to project it to make it seem like you're not into it. And, like, if you really had no issue with with yourself, you know, being the... Like, why does someone else's life... Why do you have to worry about someone else's life? Unless there's a little issue there that you're, like, insecure about. Otherwise, you would have no issue with what the fuck they're doing. I'm like, who the fuck gives a shit? They're paying their taxes. <laughs> as long as they're paying their taxes, they're going to keep doing whatever the fuck they want to keep doing. So, yeah. It reminds me of, so as a kid growing up in the 90s, like 97 to 99, when like Backstreet Boys, Sync, and 98 Degrees were really just starting out before they became uh-huh. really, really big, right? Like me, I love music. I'm very, I have multi-facets of different genres. Music is music. Music is an art form. We all love music. So yeah. if, if you're a guy who likes the Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, or 98 Degrees, people will classify that as, oh, you got to be gay or something. And it's like, no, there's a lot of straight guys that like the Backstreet Boys. good music. Music. You can dance to it. Just enjoy the music. Yeah. I knew one guy, he was saying how he went to this new Kids on the Block concert. And... You know, he he didn't go just because he loved New Kids on the Block, but he also went to the concert because there were so many hot chicks there. And he said it was just women just like, oh, my God. He said it was the easiest, like, pickup place ever. (laughs) (laughs) So, and I know another guy, he just loved John Mayer. And you would think that's like, oh, only women love, like, John Mayer. And he was just rocking out to it in the morning before work when I used to be, like, an office manager because I would have to go open at, like, 4.45 in the morning. And I would see him, like, just in his car just rocking out to John Mayer. He loved John Mayer. And he was a really hot, attractive guy who I later banged. But (laughs) he liked, you know, music that you would never expect of. And, like, he shouldn't be – I don't know why certain people are just afraid of liking certain things or not liking it. It's like they worry too much about other people's opinions. So I'm at the age where I'm like, I just have no fucks to give anymore. (laughs) That's my follow up to that because I just turned 30 not too long ago and I'm like, I'm 30 years old. I'm in my thirties now. Like, I don't give a fuck what people think. Like as you get older, you really start to realize like, you know what? I really don't give a fuck what people think. You just, because you have one life to live and you want to live at the best that you makes you happy. I don't want to live a life that's going to make other people happy, regardless if they agree with my opinions or not. I'm not there to impress them. If they want to hate me, They can hate me all they want. I don't care because at the end of the day, I'm still going to sleep like a baby because I did something that I like doing. I'm not hurting anyone. I'm not uh, trying to make anyone's lives worse. We're all in control of our own lives and everything I do is legal. So I'm like, at the end of the day, I'm going to sleep like a fucking baby. (laughs) I just don't care about impressing other people anymore. I do what's best for me. So if I work out, it's for me. It's not for other people. If I choose to do anything, it's going to be for me first. Because I can't make other people happy until I'm happy myself. And if I'm doing it for other people, making myself miserable, that being miserable is going to rub off on other people because I'm trying too hard to impress them. And what's the point of even being friends with them or trying to impress them? If they're so disappointed in you for what you really want to do, you shouldn't even have them in your lives at all in the first place. Right. And it's like the old song, you can't please everyone. So you got to please yourself. And that's how you have to look at it a lot of the time. And I look from your stance, you kind of got like that rap hip hop style about you. You got that like Nas Puff Daddy. You can hate me now, but I won't stop now. It's that attitude, Carmen Valentine. I see you. I see you all up in there with that. You can hate me now. And I like treating people. I try to treat everyone very kindly. But if they treat me like a dick, I'm going to be a dick back. But I always treat everyone very nice at first. And then if they want to be an asshole to me, I just completely cut them out. 
so I'll just block them. I'm like, I don't have time for that anymore. I got other things to worry about, like feeding my little fur babies, my little cats. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. You're talking to a cat lover here who has two cats, so I'm right there with you, man. The, the cuddling of a cat and just the warmth of that animal, my goodness gracious, right? It's wonderful. Yeah, oh, I love my little babies. I'm out of town, so I'm kind of missing them right now. <laughs> I need my little snuggle bugs. Right, and... Yes, exactly. And I mean, the warmth of a pet, the warmth of just everything that you have that really just enjoys one's being. I think y'all just have to be happy and just enjoy life like we were talking about one life to live. And speaking in this life, man, we got to talk about Tomiko once more because you have done. I've seen a lot of the fetish work you guys have done where you're super Carmen, where there's a lot of stuff where you're tied up. There's a lot of great stuff that's really unique in all that stuff. If you guys check out Tomiko's clip store, you two have a lot of great comment together. The chemistry works very well and it makes for a lot of great content, Carmen. I got to put you guys over. I love the content. And I love Tomiko. She's like one of the sweetest people ever. And I like shooting for her stuff because she just has different stuff that she likes shooting and the superhero stuff's always fun to shoot so i mean you have to look at it like that too from a fetish side of things i remember when i was a kid like when mtv actually had like true life before we have what we have now when it's not all about music and the catfish and stuff we actually had true life for a little bit there was an episode called you know i'm a dominatrix so you see the life of like a dominatrix and you get to find out and explore what a lot of people are into and i mean a lot of people what you could see with tomiko's work and yourself as well miss carmen valentina with the fetish stuff like there's a lot of stuff from foot fetishes to stuff that really goes elaborate and really expands one horizons and i think that's how you have to look at it it's it's wonderful to really see and a lot of people to expand on you know yeah, I've done, uh, there's so many different things out there that's, like, different for everyone, so I'm like, I can't judge. Everyone has their own little niche or what they like. I've done underwater fetish. Um, I do that quite often because, like, the guy that hires me likes me because I can hold my breath for a really long time. So the longest I've held it was, like, 3 minutes and 14 seconds underwater. That takes a while <laughs> to get to that point. Holy <laughs> so, so, so what you're telling me here, Miss Carmen Valentina, if this was Fear Factor back in the day when Joe Rogan held it and he would do all those underwater, like those underwater challenges, like when they would go from eating crappy, like really disgusting stuff to heights to going underwater, you would probably be a shoe one for the underwater stuff. That one's harder. I can hold my breath for a good one minute at first, like to warm up, but it takes a while to get my lungs to the point till I can get to about three minutes and 14 seconds. It's, it's like repetitive. You got to go up and down, up and down, up and down. And then the less you move, the longer you can hold your breath because your muscles aren't using all that oxygen um, up. So if you're moving and swimming, you're going to um, use up the oxygen quicker so when I'm very still and I'm just chilling underwater, I can do a good three minutes, 14 seconds. I want to get to four minutes. But anyways, besides the point, he always hires me all the time. And that's a whole fetish. There's like underwater fetish. And um, it's I like it. It's fun, but it's really exhausting. So it's like one clip would take like two, three hours to shoot for like a good 20 minute clip. I got to say, now I want to see you get that underwater for four minutes, man. Like, I said, that's the ultimate goal, right? Like, I, I'm curious to see if you get to four minutes now. You got me hooked. I just got to do a lot of hyperventilating. I'm <laughs> just going <laughs> to, like, just again and again. Once I can feel like, when you feel, like, tingly, like, from hyperventilating, like, deep hyperventilating breaths, like, you can feel, like, your joints and, like, your nose or whatever start feeling tingly. That's, like, all that oxygen. You have so much oxygen in you that then it's, like, okay, I can go under for a really long time. No problem. <laughs> and then your body just, like, slowly. And then you just got to, like, chill out and, like, just I get gotta in your yoga phase. Yeah. Get in your zen. Like, let me just relax. <laughs> Get that yoga and zen on, absolutely. And I got to say, speaking of water, folks, for those who've never been to the FSW Arena for LFC, it's warm as hell. You'll be drinking a lot of water. I got to say, you were. I got to say, as far as the waters go, I was sitting next to you, man, right after your right after your bout, man. The water that was coming down from everybody, because like I said, the workout and everything that goes into this, and I say this about everything with LFC. Folks, it's not just looking good from the lingerie side of things. There's a lot of hard work from the fitness and everything that goes into it, man. You see a lot of badassery and you see a lot of kickassery, man. 
Like you had a lot of holds in, you had a lot of shots to Tomiko from the body, what have you. You really worked up a sweat, and you and like I said, you killed it. But god dang, man, you were you were wet, you were wet. I tried. I, also, I was still, I was out of shape because I think I knew about it like not even that long before it, like two weeks before or something or three. So I was like, oh crap! Um, <laughs> and then I was so busy, I didn't even have time to really work out because I was traveling so much and I was. And I was moving and everything. So it was shortly after I moved when the LFC happened. So, um, yeah, that's why I had to go buy that outfit from Victoria's Secret because everything was like in a storage unit. So I was just like, oh my crap, I'm like, I'm so out of shape and I have like nothing and no training for this. We, we did get a train like for one day earlier, a week, like a few days before it. But it, it all worked out in the end. But this time, I think my next, if I do get a next one, um, I'll try to definitely train better and longer. I don't know if I'll be as good as Tamiko because she's doing those bodybuilding competitions. So she's always training. <laughs> she's always training. I mean, from, from a standpoint here, looking at it from externally, and I use the black street quote here with no diggity, curves the word, spins the verb, Miss Carvin Valentina. So, I mean, hey, you got the curves in the word and the spinning of the verb, man. So, I mean, you did your thing. Like I said, you have <laughs> overall. And I mean that with the almost sincerity and respect because there's a lot of people, like we talk about bodies, forms, and everything, and just in general, you look at it from the modeling side of things, and I'm going to say the imagery here. For those who've not seen the beautiful imagery that Carmen Valentina does here with her modeling and all her shoots, it really exemplifies and it showcases your vibrancy, man. So I got to give you credit on that side, too. Oh, thank you. I just Next time, I'm totally doing a better outfit. Totally doing a cooler outfit. And what I got to say first, again, folks, who've not if you've not seen Carmen Valentina's outfit, what I liked about it, too, it was badass. And also it was just like you have the gloves and it added that element to it. Like, OK, I'm ready to kick ass, but I'm sexy at the same time. That's like we talked about the twerkage that you did in there. Uh -huh. <laughs> and it works. Again, it's the representation of your presentation and your character and all around. You, you, again, the entrance was good. And then you got into the ring and you held your own. So like I said, that's a success. And you got to do it. So the opportunity knocks, man. It's knocking. And we got to see you back at LFC, Carmen. I hope so, too. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of imagery on the side of things, first and foremost, we got to give a shout out to Tommy Bell because Tommy Bell has done amazing drawings of you with Cleopatra and he did a great photo with you. Yes. And Sarah. All I, this stuff's amazing. Right. Man has done a lot of great LFC pieces. And I had to bring that up because he captured you in a great light. And it was a lot of great drawings that Tommy's done of you. Oh, yeah. I think it was like one of his first drawings he's ever done. So, and then I was like, oh, you need to do more. These are good. And it was me and Sarah Brooke he did, like, drawings of. And then he just started expanding more and more. Now he's done so many uh, beautiful girls for the LFC and other uh, girls who aren't in it. So it's amazing. I know he's, like, a huge wrestling fan, too. He It's one of those things, too. I look at it from a stance when it comes to Tommy Bell. Like, when you have that knack and you have that eye, so to speak, when it comes to drawing and what happened, what have you. It's one of those things where you can encompass an image. doesn't matter if it's a person, doesn't matter if it's a figure. If you want to encompass what you see up in here in the old noggin ski and put it from pen to paper, or, you know, paint and what have you. It's one of those things where it's wonderful. And also, you never know, because in life, we can touch a lot of people's hearts and minds and really be that light in people's lives. That's something that, making, that makes somebody happy. And that's a wonderful thing. Same with yourself, making people happy, pun intended, in different levels. But the adult entertainment industry and you as a whole, Carmen Valentina, you're 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 really inspired and helping a lot of women do what they do. So, I mean, it goes hand in hand with how we can inspire people, you know? Uh, yeah, I always like if, if uh, you got to do what you love in life or you're just going to be dying miserable. So don't do it because your mom wants you to do this job or your friends don't want you to do this. I'm like, you know what? Fuck them. If yep. they're true friends, they'll accept you no matter what. And I'm still friends with some of my uh, like. I'm still besties with my friends from high school, and they all know what I do. And, and once they found out, they're like, oh, that's totally you. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> and then none of them are like, oh, my God, you do that? I can't be friends with you anymore. And you know what? If I did, I, I don't think I could ever be friends with someone who was, like, that judgmental anyways. So, you know, true friends will stick by you no matter what. As long as you're not abusing yourself or others and hurting anyone and you it should be fine so just gotta make yourself happy 
Right, and I got to say this first and foremost, for those who've not seen Carmen's films when it comes to Evolve fights and their overall adult entertainment work, what I love about it too is the fact that we talked about loving what you do, your smile, your overall evoking emotions and what we see in said films. Like I said, it's something that really captures one eye just besides the fact that the sex appeal factor. But again, you have fun at what you're doing and that really showcases with your work. So it's a it's true pro mentality, Miss Carmen Valentina. Oh, thanks. I I don't know. I like smiling. I always sometimes have some, like, those fight fans where they want me to, like, talk shit about the other girl. And I'm like, I don't want to because she's kind of nice. Like, I know her. Like, I'll do it for, like, acting purposes. But I'm like, most girls I've fought against are always, like, the sweetest people. And I'm like, I can't be mean. Let me talk to her first. <laughs> Let me go talk to her first. Right. And, and so, yeah. And that's the thing, too. And I think from isn't it amazing to see like we have the addition of many vids and only fans now. Like I remember as a kid, like my first ever adult film I saw, there was a uh, it was a website back in the day for folks who remember this. It was called Girls Hunting Girls. And the premise of the site, there was a lot of lesbian scenes. And it was like they pick a girl up, put them in the van. Boom, they go back to the house and have sex. And we see from that from like Naughty America, we see different sites. And now we have different like streaming sites like X videos, X hamster Pornhub, And now there's many vids and only fans. Isn't it amazing to see the evolution, so to speak, of what we have now with the adult entertainment industry and the content creator sport to speak. Yeah, very true. And I mean, from the many vids and only fans side of things with only fans, you get to, you know, really interact with a lot of people, but also provide the content. Same with many vids. Like it's great to see more of that being exuding and accentuating with one's being, but also at the end of the day, the content for people to view. And like I said, there's so much out there. Everything's at our fingertips now. So, I mean, everything's so evolved and there's a lot of good and bad and everything, but it's good for a lot of people to see your work who are like unfamiliar with it, but also people that support you, you know? And the good thing is there's something for everyone. So, you know, it's, you don't have to look at something you don't like. I do a whole bunch of stuff. You know, you guys feature so many different girls. So it's like you don't have to love every girl, but there's girls you can watch and still love the whole thing. And like these sites, it's like there's I'll do a multitude of certain things and there's always a certain percentage. Everyone has a different cup of tea of what they like. So and that's the beauty. Like there's so many more options thanks to like social media and the internet and everything. It's not like it was, you know, when I was like a kid or other people like back in the day when there wasn't as many options to find what they liked. So. Right. And I mean, like we were talking about your booty earlier on there because you got the booty. Your mommy gave you that booty. I'm going to say right now it's booty full, Miss Carmen Valentine. I'm going to add that. <laughs> That's when I changed my new Insta, which I haven't updated much, but I'm on my third Insta because like, Instagram keeps shutting my Instagrams down. Uh, I don't know why, probably because of what I do. Someone's reporting me or hates me. Oh, well. So, um, yeah, I'm on my third one, and it's Bootyful Carmen Valentina. <laughs> All right, we, we got to talk about this here because I'm glad you brought this up. Every time I have an adult star on the show or just in general that have that line of work, it's ridiculous, number one. And number two, I've seen your pics, very tame from the social media side of yeah, things. Yeah, and then Britney Spears. I love Britney Spears. Don't get me wrong, but they allow her, since she's like a huge celebrity, to like literally just put little tiny dots over her naked body. And I'm like, and my shit's getting reported? Not hers? Like, what? What? Double standard? This is bullshit. So, not mad at her, mad at Instagram for doing that. So, it's like, dude, if you're going to enforce the rules, no matter who, how, like, famous they are, it should be the same rules for everyone. Or just don't have those rules. It's not fair. Right. And I think Twitter is more lenient because if you go on Twitter, you can see a lot of previews of like your films and different films that really showcase the overall scene in hand. And I mean, TikTok is fun and all right. I know I've seen you do your thing. TikTok's on TikTok's pretty strict, though, too. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and I won't even do anything sexual in nature and certain ones will still get like reported. And I'm like, what? Right. So, yeah, it's. And that's the thing, too. Like, you see, like, these guidelines that are in place, and at the same time, it's like, okay, I get it. But at the same time, it's like your standard of what you're, you know, blocking or what you're taming me for or kind of, like, putting me down for, it's like, it's not really that bad. But I guess to some certain what have you, it's like, oh, you're pro you're promoting sexualness or sexual appeal or what have you. And it's like, it's not really that bad, you know? It's like you could barely – you have to, like, try to barely get away with, like, trying to have, like, some skin showing. And it's ridiculous, but that's the world we live oh, in yeah. now. 
recently even banned girls wearing bikinis. And I'm like, really? Bikinis? Seriously? Bikinis, which you can see any kid you could take to the pool is going to see women in bikinis. Right. To the beach, the pool, water park, wherever. And I'm like, really? You can't do a bikini? And then she's on the... Like, it just makes no sense. I'm just like, really? Just, if you're that concerned, then don't have your kid on social media. <laughs> you don't need to give them a phone or a computer or a lap. You know, that's, that. it's up to the parent to, like, make sure. So. It's like, like I said, growing up in the 90s, it's like, look at 99, right? So for those who remember TRL Spring Break with Carson Daly, like, when they would go to Cancun and you had, I like. They don't do those anymore. Right? And the prime example I'll always give is, like, you look at that and you see all those girls, like, walking on the little runway with the bikinis and you have Eminem hugging them while he's singing My Name Is and you have NSYNC and all these people grooving with the girls. It's like if that was today, somebody like, oh, you're promoting. So, again, it's the times, but also at the same time, it's like we don't have that same fun stuff anymore now because everybody's got something to say and it's ridiculous. Oh, yeah, that's why I don't really care because social media made it so everyone – has something to say, which I understand. Everyone should have the right to say something. But when you try to act as if your opinion is better than someone else's despite because of your job or you're older or whatever kind of bullshit, I'm just like, really? Like, we're in this day and age and you're concerned about someone stating an opinion because they're a hot, sexy woman or they're wearing a bikini. It's just, it's stupid. It's just like, really, we should be in the day and age where we just like, if you don't like someone's opinion, ignore them. But then they won't stop arguing with you until they feel right or whatever. And they just keep going on and on and on because, and then if they're not, I always get this all the time because I'll, I, it's just natural to have people disagree with you. We all raise, we're all raised differently with different backgrounds in different cities or small towns. So the way we're brought up makes our opinions differ. So that's why I'm like, I don't care if someone has a completely opposite view. But I'm like, if you can't back it up, then just admit you can't fucking back it up. So I'll have some people arguing with me, like, if they can't back up their opinion after I call them out on it, there, there's always three things. <laughs> that they always do once to like they'll look at my social media like well well you're just a dumb porn star you know because obviously if i do porn i'm a fucking idiot right so they'll always insult your intelligence and then and then they'll be like well you're not that hot anyways and i'm like what does that have to do with anything we were talking about i'm like okay i'm not your cup of tea who the fuck gives a shit and then they'll insult your looks and then if that doesn't work, then they'll attack the age. And I'm like, why are we attacking age? Age doesn't discriminate. Everyone gets old. <laughs> like, we all fucking age. It's like the most we could do is slow down the aging process. But I'm like, okay. Like, how is age an insult? It naturally occurs with everyone. So it's just the three things that they can never back up. They always insult IQ beauty and then age and then if that doesn't work they'll just keep going on about different bullshit <laughs> right. so because you know they can't back it up so they have to feel right about something and then they're like oh yeah you're right this and that and i'm like okay if that's all you got that just proves to me you don't know what the fuck you're talking about and you can't back up your own opinion so i'm like you can insult me all you want i'm not making money off of you <laughs> You're not paying my rent. Call me ugly all you want. I don't care. I'm a whole, but I'm like close to half a million people that think I'm hot. So when I'm like, I'm not attracted to every fucking guy. I expect the same people to not everyone be attracted to me. It's just natural, you know? So I'm like, well, age? Okay. I'm going to be like old one day, wrinkly and saggy. That happens to everyone. Unless you got a shit ton of money uh, <laughs> to get those, like, facelifts and stuff. And then the IQ part. Or I'll tell them, like, I have a degree. And then, like, people argue, no, you don't. You're a porn star. You're lying about it. And I'm like, I can have a degree and still be a fucking whore. I like, <laughs> I like having sex. Well, there's a lot of porn stars who have bachelor's or master's right. degree. And they just don't like having sex from for camera on 
I know a girl who went to like Cornell and who does porn and a lot of them do have really good degrees in like psychology, math, whatever the fuck their degree is in. So I'm like, well, because on Twitter or whatever, I'm like, it's Twitter. I'm not going to give a fuck about grammar. Like I'm one of those, like even with text messages, I'll just like type it really quick and I don't reread it and I click send. I'm like an instant texter or typer. And then I realize my mistake after I click send, but then I'm like, is it worth deleting and correcting? And if it's not, I'm just like, they understand the gist. And then if it's really bad, then I'll delete it and rewrite it. <laughs> Other than that, autocorrect or hear little mistakes here and there. And they're like, oh my God, I have to like, you know, do, you, you can't spell this word or this word. And I'm like, I can spell it. I just choose not to correct it. I don't have the time and day to like, please you and then they try to insult your intelligence because autocorrect or you didn't want to put a comma somewhere and i'm like really (laughs) that's what you got to back up your opinion is now you got to start nitpicking a tweet like (laughs) how miserable is your life (laughs) and and they do that or like we were talking about like the aging it's like we're not benjamin button like we can't go in reverse and it's it's one of those And it's one of those things, too, like you were talking about degrees, like I interviewed a porn star not too long ago, like she was a lawyer and she's like, I did law for many years. Now I want to have sex. I'm like, and that's fine. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, people so much like, I knew that were nurses. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So and you know what? I like fuck doctors and lawyers and dentists and they're all just sexual deviants, too. They just dip me out of the camera. I just choose to do it in front of a camera and get paid for it. So it's just it's just an insecurity they have. So they have to put down someone else in order for themselves to feel better about their lives. So it's like they work some shitty job that they fucking hate. But that shitty job they fucking hate. They have to feel like their job is still better than your job or whatever for them to feel more important and that they're doing something for society that they're they're going to be known for whatever, whatever kind of bullshit. So, yeah. And, and it reminds me, like, I always make this analogy, like with LFC, like if anybody poo poos on LFC, I always look at it all like, like, OK, well, we had the LFL. And for those that don't know what the LFL was, that's the lingerie football league where it was beautiful women kicking butt and taking names on the gridiron. But they were wearing lingerie and it was sexy like that. It worked for a little bit. Yeah. It worked, you know, and it works. And that's look at LFC like the LFL. So that's all I compare it to. So. Yeah. So I'm like, I always I'm like, if you don't like it, don't do it. Right. Like if you, if you don't want to do that, if you don't want to do porn, don't fucking do porn. If you hate porn stars, don't fucking watch porn. You don't like gay marriage? Don't marry a gay person. <laughs> don't marry someone of the same sex. I'm like, why is it so difficult? They're still going to be fucking, no matter how much you disagree with it. So I'm just like, or just certain things. Like, you don't want to make, you don't want to go to college. Don't go to fucking college. You want to go to college. Go to fucking college. It's your life. But don't push your miserable life onto other people. Right. I'm right there with you. And I will say this for people's porn. You should watch Carmen Valentina's porn. <laughs> and Miss Carmen Valentina, I will say this first and foremost, it's such a pleasure and a privilege to just pick your brain and talk to you before we do close this out. I'm going to say right now, the overtures here. Anytime you want to come back on the show, you're more than welcome. I really had a blast picking your brain today. Oh, thank you. And I'm, I'm sure there's going to be some people who love me and there's going to be some people who hate me, but I love you all. So. (laughs) (laughs) And once more guys go to lfcfights.com to see Carmen Valentina's debut, the bootyful Carmen Valentina against Tomiko, the temptress Tajima and bout two at LFC 36 booty camp for a whole lot of booty, a little bit of MMA, a little bit of wrestling and a little bit of clothing. That is LFC lingerie fighting championships. Carmen Valentina, before we do close this out, this is where I step back. Please promote the social media once more. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. I know you're doing your thing. Let everybody know where we can find you. Uh, my Twitter is Club Carmen XXX. Insta, Bootyful Carmen Valentina. And then what was my TikTok? Oh, no, I forgot my TikTok. <laughs> I forgot my TikTok. <laughs> and the crazy thing, I'm always on it. Oh, my TikTok is Carmen's Booty. There we go. Simple and to the point. Carmen's booty. I like that. Yeah, no. and then if you want my OnlyFans, it's Carmen's 
fans.com. So Carmen's with an S. If I don't know how well this is recording it on Skype. <laughs> oh, I got it. No. So okay. I'll, I'll put the links in the description below <laughs> for everybody to check out, which you should because you get to see this lovely dynamo over here doing her thing as only as she can do. So check her out with LFC. Check her out Evolved Fights. Check her out just on all the social media fronts and just everything in general. And I will say this about you, Carmen Valentina. One thing I also have to add from the event. One of my favorite photos to get with was yours. And I got to say, the photo came out great. And it was such a pleasure to get a a picture with you. Excuse me. It was a blast. Oh, thank you. I did take some more pictures afterwards with uh, other people from the crowd. Like one guy had a sign for me and I was surprised because I didn't know. And it was my first show and I didn't know anyone. (laughs) came to see me and he had a little sign that Carmen's gonna win even though I still lost but it was still cool I uh, saw that. that fan out there like oh and it, that's really awesome so I wasn't expecting that I will say I will tag that gentleman who who it is and I'll I'll let you guys follow him as well that'll be in the description I saw that that was actually a very cool sign a lot of people yeah. brought a lot of signs to the I didn't know anyone came to see me because it was like my first debut and there's other girls who are more well-known in that area of LFC. So it was just, I didn't really expect anyone to be there for me, but it was really cool to have someone come. So I was like, yay. <laughs> LFC brings a lot of people together. And I will say this, folks, one more time. LFCfights.com. Carmen's social media links will be in the description. And Carmen, do you have any final words for your fans, for the LFC faithful that are going to be tuning into this very show? You can check it out, LFC Network on Roku and all different audio platforms. You got any final words for the LFC fans? Um, I love you all. I hope you like my fight. And I hope to do more in the future. And I'm going to definitely be more better in cardio next time. <laughs> My cardio is gonna be. I was so out of breath, like around to him, like I'm gonna die. I need water. <laughs> I was just like, fuck my life right now. So. <laughs> Okay. First of all, I just want to say that I, I I love the I love everybody that comes back. And first of all, I want to see you and Tommy go round two. But it's like my cardio will be better next time. You have no idea how many. <laughs> A lot of the girls on this show say that. I promise my cardio will be better. It's the cardio, like I, I know I can, I can lift, and like my legs are strong, but I'm like, my cardio is horrible. I was just like, why am I so out of breath right now? I don't know what the fuck's going on. Like, I can fuck for forty minutes straight, but this is like a whole nother level. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm so exhausted. I need to catch my breath. So. She's, and I'm like, you said you're going to die. I'm going to die. <laughs> I'm going to die. It's so exhausting. It's the end so I was like, to the coach, because the other coach couldn't show up for any for some reason. Right. So I had the other coach, and I'm like telling him, I'm like, I'm going to pass out. I feel so lightheaded right now. <laughs> I don't know if that was caught on camera. And I was just like, I'm seeing stars. I don't want to do the round. Like in my head, I'm like, one more round. One more round. I can do it. I can do it. <laughs> well, first off, as someone who has seen the event, the replay as well, which a lot of people, like I said, go to LFCfights.com for the replay. As someone who watched the tape back just to see how everything came off from the presentation, you didn't notice it really that much of you pretty okay, much. Okay, because like in my head, I'm just like, <sighs> it was kind of hot in there too, but I'm going to be better next time. I'll be better. I know you will, and I know you're going to continue to create a lot of moments and memories and continue to inspire and encourage Miss Carmen Valentina with you and your booty, booty, booty rocking everywhere. Check her out, Carmen Valentina, a pleasant and beautiful person. And as I always say to close this show, mwah, beauty, strength, and dominance, the three key elements that make women the work of art that they are. And Carmen Valentina, I include you in those sentiments. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Mm.